Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Obviously, the season didn't end the way any of us wanted it to. Obviously, it's still fresh on all of our minds. It was less than 24 hours ago. But I think as a collective group during the regular season, we definitely showed a ton of growth with, you know, winning games. People predicted us to lose. I don't think anybody predicted us to be first either. So that was a huge accomplishment for us. Obviously, the playoffs didn't go the way we wanted them to. But moving forward, whatever happens, happens in free agency. I've never been a free agent. So like I said, I'm I'm new to all this stuff. Obviously, my heart is in Utah. I love Utah. They gave me an opportunity to grow and, and mature as a man and a player. And I'm forever thankful for that. And I love being here. There's George Niang, uh, who uh, that was during his exit interview. Andy Larson of the Trib has a uh, article up today uh, talking about uh, him, his likelihood or lack thereof of being back as a member of the uh, the Jazz next year. And uh, we talked about the salary uh, situation that they have at great length yesterday where they still – they basically have as much money on the books next year as they do this year, and that's without Mike Conley. Yes. So um, it's 133.3 uh, this year, 134.1 already committed next year. Now they have some some movable salaries possibly. They, they have some non-guaranteed money, but, of course, that's not anything – all that uh, significant. Uh, George Niang this year made 1-7. Um, you know, maybe he can get a little bit more for that on the open market. I mean, he had a good season. Yeah. I wouldn't say that he had a good playoff because no. he did not, mm-hmm. but he had a, a good season. So um, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens with George and what, what comes across his his plate. But I I don't know if I'd say it's likely he'll be back. What happens if uh, what happens if somebody doesn't offer you know more? Do you think that because the Jazz need to fill out the roster, right? Well, I'm sure they'd be open to the idea of bringing him back on a minimum contract, but that's what is minimum now. That is likely all they can uh, afford for a player that's been in the league as long as he is. Yeah. I wouldn't know off the top yeah. of my head because that changes depending on how long. Like the vet minimum is different than the rookie minimum. Minimum, I, you know, obviously. I, I'm telling you right now, Jazz fans through the years have loved hearing from players what George Niang, we just heard from him right there. I love it here. Uh, what else did he say? Uh, he reiterated that. And you don't hear that from everybody, you know. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Ultimately, it probably will be up to him. Well, it, it it's smart for him to do that. I mean, to to talk about it that way because I'm sure he would love it if the Jazz found a way to offer him a, a deal and have it become the ideal fit. Also, a guy like him who's going to be, you know, kind of vying for a gig for the rest of his career. You know, it's it's good to put that out. You know, have that be your reputation that, you know, you're you're good uh, uh, in the community and yeah. that uh, you're you're very likable and those sorts of things can can help you land gigs as you become kind of and this this word is used negatively at times when it's actually not but as a journeyman player where you're kind of you're you're not a fringe player you're you're somebody that that is in demand but you're going to move around a little bit because you're not going to be that signing that big long-term deal 
George is a good guy. Everything I know about him, he's he's a really good guy, and he fits in with this team from a locker room standpoint really well. But I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, I hear what you're saying though, Jake, and uh, yeah, I just we got to wait and see. There's there's a lot of uh, a lot of tough decisions that are coming down this uh, this off season. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard Ben Anderson on with Hanson Scotty uh, earlier today, and he talked about uh, the that the Jazz have three very tradable contracts, which uh, I thought was an interesting place to to begin the discussion. But he mentioned um, uh, your guy Boyan Bogdanovich, uh, Jordan Clarkson, and Joe Ingles. And Joe has one year uh, next year at $14 million. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, a little bit longer. He's got 12-4 next year, 13-3 the year after, and then a player option 14-2 in 23-24. And uh, I mentioned Bogdanovich. He's got 18-7 next year, 19-5 the year after. So, you know, if if jazz management thinks that uh, shakeup is necessary I would guess that it surrounds one or more of those three players I'd be surprised if it's Jordan Clarkson obviously everything that we talk about depends on what's on the other end of the deal I get that but uh, Jordan Clarkson is a scorer off the bench who else are you gonna rely on for that obviously it depends on what what's at the other end but uh Boyan Bogdanovich is interesting to me because he's he's a fine shooter. He's not particularly doesn't really have a very good handle. Uh, he turns the ball over, as I've mentioned to you a time or two before. You have, and he's not a very good defender, but he can shoot it. I Which was something you were clamoring for for a, years. A, a couple of years ago, we were talking about how the Jazz needed more shooting, but. Like Don't I said, hold your breath. It yeah. depends on what's at the other end of the deal. Well, you know, those two-way players that are his size, you know, shoot the lights out and guard <laughs> the other team's best player. There you know. Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> They're all stars. <laughs> Make it happen. Locke will be on the show at 5. I think that was his line once upon a time when we were talking to him about this. You know who those guys are that can do what you're talking about there? <laughs> yeah, they're all stars. <laughs> You know, Jake, I think an all-star would fit in nicely with the Jazz. I agree. I really do. Although not I don't all, think they do that. Not all, uh, <laughs> not all all-stars can shoot a la Ben Simmons. Are we going to go, Austin, is it time? <laughs> Jake just mentioned Ben Simmons. I did. Is it time? For Ben Simmons? Yeah, remember I, that, that video we talked about? Oh, oh no! Let's play it later. Let's play it later. <laughs> oh, now I feel ambushed. It's got nothing you know, to do with you. You're gonna love it. Okay, you are. Right. Gonna, you are going. I don't to... know. Actually, Why? I think that this is gonna be. This might be an instance. Well, we're gonna play it, but this might be an instance where Jake does not find it as funny as you do. Gordon. Why? He... I'm just. I'm just knowing you both. I just wonder. Well, to make this a, a, a proper radio tease, do you want to? Do you want to pick a time so we can we can. Tell folks to tune in. I love it. For those of you out there who had a problem with the way Ben Simmons handled himself when it came to the Rookie of the Year sweepstakes with Donovan Mitchell and with some of the things he said about Rudy Gobert as far as playing defense, 
you are going to to really enjoy this. And okay. Jake, I think you'll enjoy it too. Okay. I'm surprised, Austin. Maybe did it just strike my funny bone? No, I thought I thought it was funny. Oh. I, I'm just saying, and I think Jake will find it funny, just not as funny as you do. How how do you measure how funny I think it is? I think you would put if we were doing ha ha ratings, you'd put three <laughs> ha ha's ha ha ha. Jake will put a ha. Well, actually, this is how funny you think of it. How, how about this for a gauge? That you took the time to text Austin about it yeah. to get it for the show. Mm-hmm. You think it's pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. Look at you lower that bar now. No, I'm not lowering it. I'll stand by it. Let's raise the bar for some people, shall we? No, I think it's worth sticking around for. All right. Uh, I thought about Austin today as I... Uh, so I had to put something in the background as I was uh, rocking uh, the baby, and of course I don't watch I don't watch a ton <laughs> of uh, baby. I'm sorry, that just sounds funny. Sports Center or that sort of thing, but I did put it on today as I needed needed something to occupy my mind as I was stuck there. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And of course the the controversy of of the pitcher Max Scherzer oh, is yes. is, is uh, uh, all they were talking <laughs> about, and so I thought, oh, we've got to bring well, this up because I, mean, I was joking about the strip search. What, what's and, going on and out it's there? Basically, what they're doing. They are. I mean, dropping a, the trowel. You Wait, know? who was the guy? Who did he play for? The A's, I think. The guy that like threw his belt to the ground. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and started to take off his pants. Yeah. Well, Scherzer started to do the same thing last night. And the umpire ran his hands through Scherzer's hair last yeah. night. Uh, well, it's because. And then, and then they were trying to get him to do the same thing to Bryce Harper. They were. Yeah. Was Bryce playing last night? They they were just saying they check his hair too. They were not. Yeah, that's what the, that's was, what was I Bryce, saw that online. Was Bryce pitching? I, no, I don't know what they were I doing. I think he's injured. Uh, it could be. I, maybe I have no back, idea, but, but that's what the video was. But it's he, ridiculous, right, guys? Yes. It's gotten to a point it's, where it's yeah. This is this was not well thought we're out. We're two days in, and it looks like it's a disaster. Yeah. I okay. Here it's, here, it's uncomfortable. If okay. if this is necessary. Don't let the other manager call it out. How about the umpire keeps his uh, peepers open? And instead of confronting him on the mound, why don't you, you get him in the dugout before they go out to warm up? So you're not – it was like the John Rom thing with the, the golf and the, the he tested positive for COVID. Do you, do you need to storm up to him on the 18th green and, and humiliate him yeah, on national television? Or could you have waited five minutes for him to get into the clubhouse to inform him that he can kiss, what was it, $3 million or something nuts? Uh, uh, goodbye. Whatever. Excuse Here's me. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Is that camera on? Good. The dugout, but, you know, if you check – if you take him in the dugout, then he could, you know, grab his Vaseline on the way out. Who knows where they might hide it? Okay, so so you watch him leave the dugout. Problem solved. Yeah, I suppose. If but he, if but you, he if could it, bury the Vaseline into the mound and then just, uh, you know, bend over, shovel, dig it out real quick. Well, you got to bird dog him a little bit. The whole way. What does bird dog mean, by the way? Point out things. No, isn't it watch? Watch. Oh, follow. Okay, so you got. Girardi had a point because he was going to his the brim of his hat to the ball, brim of his hat to the ball. But it does not have to be. It does not have to be. Stop the world! Everyone, look <laughs> at this man undress on the on the raised part of the infield, and we'll check every crevice and nook and cranny. And it can be. 
tip up your cap. Nothing there. Yeah, Play it ball. is. It is getting a little personal. For uh, for those out there who haven't, uh, or maybe behind on the story, or haven't seen the videos, pitchers have been using rosin and sunscreen to load up the ball a little bit, as as they say, and so they're cracking down on it. And the uh, the opposing manager can call attention to a player, and they go out there and check the player for substances. Unlimited amount of times. They're, they're checking belt buckles and hats, and, and it happened three times to Max Scherzer. But <laughs> here's the thing, and, and follow me on this. If you, wouldn't you have to be the biggest moron alive to cheat right now? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you like, hey, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll let this die down before I throw out the, uh, you know, the banana boat and rosin. Uh, like, <laughs> is that copper tone like, in your uh, back pocket? Uh, enough? Can we can we <laughs> trust that enough to to only have to search the guy once? Here's the thing. You know what I mean? But, but I've got a solution. I got a solution. If we have to deal with this, then around the edge of the mound, they should have like. A shower curtain, uh, you know, it, uh, down, and then you push a button and it raises. So then the umpire can do his strip search and nobody, you know, everyone is blocked out. Yeah, Joe West seems qualified for that job. <laughs> Can't you see it? You can picture it in your mind, right? Like it's just elevating out of the edge of the mound. And then it's per, it's closed in, so people can't oh, see. Oh man, Bartolo's then, pitching today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's here's <laughs> expand expand the shower curtain. Have you ever noticed that sometimes like the solution is worse than the problem, or at very <laughs> least <laughs> not it, like trial and error, right? Uh, isn't that the basis of science, right? We perceive a problem here where uh, uh, pitchers are. <laughs> Going with the 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 what'd you say? Tack, uh, yeah. copper tone and and rosin. And so <laughs> well, I don't need to say, see. Okay, well, let's solve this problem. But then the problem or the the solution is, is not working either. Like this ain't it. You so, guys laughed at me so, when I said go back yeah, to the, allow it all. Go back to Look, the drawing board. I don't want to see any umpire reaching into any pitcher's pants. I mean, really. I mean, that's just taking it too far. To, speaking of taking it too far, what are you? <laughs> the guys are taking Stop. their belt buckles off and open up the. Nobody's reaching into anybody's pants. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Tell Chester to stay home. He's not helping. Here we have a good segment going. We're kind of riffing a little bit. Ridiculous rule, making a point. That's what the pitchers and are doing. Now, like the pitcher. And now we're talking about The pitcher about took this. his pants off and the other pitcher's opening up his belt and. Yeah, I, it's it's. Uh, they you gotta just f- said you wanted a shower curtain around the mound for such things. I do. And now you're saying you don't want it? No, no. Now he's saying that he just, in the shower, as it is, is it's unpleasant, you know? So so just let them do whatever they've been doing and let the pitchers or the batters complain because the batters have been cheating for decades, too. Oh, wait a second. They've had like 15 no-hitters this year, you know? Be is better it- at hitting. <laughs> <laughs> and and really, is that because this sunscreen thing has been around for a long time? This yeah. almost seems 60 like sixty plus years, right? It, this Did even they have a, sunscreen uh, sixty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh. At very least, a misdiagnosis of a perceived problem, right? <laughs> yes. So there's a lot of no hitters. We've got to figure out why. Everybody put on their thinking caps and let's see what we can come up with because this is just uh, 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 abnormal. I know. It's the sunscreen. Haven't they been doing that for decades, Bob? Yes! 
<laughs> but it's a real problem now but because there know, have been 15 no-hitters this year. But you know what we can do on that? We can crack down on that. And then people at home go, hey, look, they're doing something. I see. And you know what? You know, the, But really, here's baseball's real problem in this whole scenario. You know what is bad for baseball? Not being talked about, not being cared about. When there's 15 no-hitters, you're leading the highlights. A no-hitter leads the highlights. So why are they really caring that there's been, quote-unquote, too many no-hitters this year? Because it's a bastardization of competition. Prove it. It's a no-hitter. Come out to the ballpark. Spend your whole life savings. You'll probably see a no-hitter. Or 19 home runs, one or the other, you'll be happy. Because it's Major League Baseball, which is particularly (laughs) poorly run. But let's not pretend that other sports aren't guilty of it. For example, it took 33 minutes last night to play the final what? 90 90 seconds. Of the game, 33 minutes. There was five reviews and five field goals. <laughs> can I fi- or uh, can I finally get people on board with me? Please, please, can we get rid of replay? Can we? Can it just go away? Give me the crappy calls. I can deal with that. Are you I, sure? I can be pissed at the ref and then get some sleep at night. <laughs> okay. Most people, I think, really do want to see it done right. But they're lying to themselves. How so? Because they don't want to sit through 33 minutes. It's a TV show. And right, I realize that its on. its legitimacy is what uh, gives it meaning in our lives. I got it. Sometimes but, they still don't get it right, and that's the problem. But most fans, if they're rooting for their team and their team gets jobbed on a call, they would rather sit and wait to get it right than to live with a blown call that could be really detrimental so to their cause. So lop that nose off. Just despite the face. <laughs> like, I don't care if it ruins the game as a whole. My team is going to get justice, dang it. Well, you're just Cow. as likely to have your team get the benefit of a bad call. And they don't, uh, they they make baffling decisions uh, d- despite having replay. And That's what's uh, most frustrating. Well, and let's talk about camera angles. And sometimes the picture doesn't tell the whole story and all this other stuff. And the games are horribly refereed anyway. So why is it taking 33 minutes to play 90 seconds of basketball? That yeah. is that is brutal. That, that, that is brutal. Yeah, a, right. a study of the Zabruder film is shorter than 33 minutes. That's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. And and you know we already have to deal with that when it comes to television, right? Where where we're going to get abnormally long stops often. I yeah. mean, see mm-hmm. the NCAA tournament and yeah. how that goes. And I got it. I got to live with that. It's TV. It's why sports are played. I mean, I advertise. I got it. I got to live with that. But now I got to live with those three buffoons huddled around a desk talking to some idiot in New York who doesn't know what they're looking at anyway. <laughs> because in, in, just do to, they have to wake up in the back room to come just watch them? To thing. bask in the attention for a few minutes, like <laughs> oh, bucket of ice water oh, on them. Oh, let's review it. Oh, cameras on me! Here we go. I, we're gonna get this right. No, I think they're. Come I think on. they're well intentioned. They're trying to get it right, uh, but it is. It, it does get a little ridiculous at times. I don't know. Hey, by the way, on the baseball thing, can a manager uh, call a pitcher into question at any time, or at any time throughout the to in between innings? Okay. It, it can't be. It's got to be. It can't be. You know, the second out and be like, right. okay, everyone right, right, stop. Right. <laughs> No, it's got to be in between but, innings. But you could get to the point of absolute harassment. That's what last night was. Yeah. 
It's and I think Jake's got a point. That's what the review has become when it takes thirty three minutes. Yeah. That's harassment. Yeah. Just flip a coin and say, oh, blue ball. <laughs> and not to mention that you're putting these games on in the middle of the night anyway. Yeah, you know what your I mean? local news next at 3 a.m. Yeah. So, but, However, there's another thing that we might not be talking about here, but there's a lot of money at stake in the outcomes of these games. And, you know, if there's a, a, a blown call, as you uh, designated it, and it costs a lot of people money. That that could be a problem. Are you insinuating that the referees might be on the take? Gordon no, Munson? no, I'm not suggesting that because they are. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying that if a blown call affects the outcome of a game, it could cost some people some money unjustly, and that could be a problem. The mafia for, will be mad for the league. Because, I mean, these leagues are sort of, you know, they're, well, would you say embracing gambling now? Yeah. I just think, you know, you look at the NBA's ratings and everybody, oh, the ratings are down. Well, you can examine it till you're blue in the face, but how about you make your program more watchable? How about we start there? How about we start with 90 seconds of basketball doesn't take 33 minutes and we'll, we'll, work, we'll work backward from there. That's a good place that everybody can agree to start. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you that there are there are many t- college football. Think about all the reviews that happen during a game. You know, it's, it happens over and over again. And I see your point, Jake. And, and and I might be starting to lean in that direction now because it does reach a point of comedy almost, except for it's frustrating. Give, give me the days where the refs make a buffoon call anyway. They pretend like it was a good call. I yell at them, get frustrated, and uh, then I have a sip of my beer and I sit down. <laughs> you know, that's that's it. And when and you, move on, you move on, the game ends, and uh, and I go about my life. And 22 years later, I'm still mad at Dick Pavetta, but it gives me something to care about right. still. And, and don't give me this last two-minute stuff. Just tell me they're right. Just back the stupid referees. Let them pretend that they know what they're doing, and let's just let's just get rid of the silly replay delays and and all of it. Well, how about we I'm just eliminate fouls? <laughs> only only in the last five minutes of a quarter. <laughs> okay. All right. Stay tuned. Uh, and, and look, just get rid of the disrobing on the mound. I, you know. We don't want to see. All right. That's the split story of the day brought to you by our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.